This is Brother Michael A. Smith, a voice for Freemasonry, bringing to you the Short Talk Bulletin, published by the Masonic Service Association of North America every month since 1923. This, the Short Talk Bulletin podcast, is produced in cooperation with the MSA and is made possible with the generous support of a grant from the Grand Lodge AFNAM of Minnesota. Hello, my name is Right Wishful Tim Martell, past district deputy of the 14th Masonic District of the Grand Jurisdiction of Maine. I bring to you today, Volume 91, Number 3, and written in March of 2013, and the title is Untempered Mortar, written by Douglas Reese, past master of Temperance Lodge in Smithfield, Missouri, and district deputy grand lecturer of the 7th Masonic District and the Grand Lodge of Missouri. I happened to be at one of our job sites today and noticed the brick masons scrambling around like a bunch of ants whose nest had just been disturbed. Our foreman came up and quietly informed me that we may have a problem with one of the rooms we are roughing out. As we walked toward the room, you couldn't help but overhear the brick mason superintendent climbing all over someone's case about the wall. I looked in amazement as the floor of the room was littered with 8 by 10 CMUs short for cement masonry units, or cement bricks. They were everywhere, and the only thing left on the walls where they had been were the switch boxes and conduit that we were putting in. It was then that I heard a term we used in Lodge. The superintendent exclaimed to the young brick mason, You used untempered mortar. I hope it's just this wall. With that, the two left the area. There was nothing left for us to do except remove the box and conduit and wait on them to rebuild the wall so we could set the box and conduit in place again. On the way home, I got to thinking, remembering the apron presentation by the senior warden as he tells the newly made brother not to daub with untempered mortar. All right, what does that simple sentence really mean? How does it apply to us today? In order to answer the question, we must first look at the terminology contained within the phrase. Daub is still used today by various trades in the science and arts and so forth. So I looked it up, and it means to coat or smear or surface with a thick or sticky substance in a carelessly rough or liberal way. As a noun, daub means plaster, clay, or another substance used for coating a surface, especially when mixed with straw and applied to laths or wattles to form a wall. Its synonyms are smear, spread, coat, and soil. Today, we use one of the synonyms to affect the meaning of the word daub. Ballplayers use spread, coat, put, and smear. If put on the baseball by a player, the pitchers and umpires call it juicing the ball, and that's illegal. However, prior to being used in the game, Major League Baseballs are rubbed with what is called Mississippi mud, which comes from a particular region of the Mississippi River. The mud on the banks of the river has a certain mineral makeup that is not found anywhere else in the world. They use it to take the sheen off the newly made baseballs so they won't be slick. Cement masons call it buttering a brick or tile. Do you find that we often smear or daub or even juice what we call our lives should be in order to appear better than we are? Sometimes, more often than not, it is our ego or our pride that is doing that kind of talking instead of the honesty we were taught earlier in life. 
This can stem from falsely assuming that we need to measure up to someone else's expectations, or a guilty feeling that we don't measure up to our own standards and expectations. Untempered means unmixed in proper proportions. In order for concrete to be strong, there must be the right amount of cement mixed with water. If too much water is used, the concrete will be weak. If too much sand is used, the mixture lacks stability and is grainy. If too much cement mix is used, the mixture becomes unstable and easily compresses into dust. By this definition of untempered, we understand how the wall of the job site fell down. But in order to get a better idea of the actual phrase used in the ritual, we should take a look at the scriptural reference from which it was derived. Ezekiel was a country prophet in captivity and had to contend with the false teachers in his day. The false prophets were prophesying out of their own hearts. They had seen nothing and were guilty of lying and divination, saying the Lord said, but the Lord had not sent them. The Lord through Ezekiel described the false prophets as those who would daub a well-untempered mortar. One built up a wall, and lo, others daubed it with untempered mortar. Say unto them which daub, it was untempered mortar, that it shall fall. There shall be an overflowing shower, and ye, O great hailstones, shall fall. And a stormy wind shall rend it. Lo, when the wall is fallen, shall it not be said unto you, where is the daubing wherewith ye have daubed it? That's from Ezekiel 13.10, 12 King James Version. Now, in consideration of the above scripture reference, we can apply the second meaning of untempered, which is not moderated or controlled. If we look at the story in Ezekiel in its entirety, we find that untempered mortar has three characteristics. First, it lacks stability. The Holy Word points out the virtues and values of God are the prime ingredients for the mortar. The Freemason is charged with laying the proper foundation upon which to build his moral Masonic edifice. The laying of that cornerstone has to be done with the proper mortar of life. Without the proper mortar under cornerstone, the base will crumble and crack. Second, it lacks strength and is weak. If your life values and virtues are not held together by those of God, and you are trusting in the wrong things of life, it is possible that the people you meet may be influenced by what you say and do. We as Masons are taught to edify and build up the people we interact with. We are taught to build our relationships with the mortar combined with the Holy Word. Sadly, many have built their spiritual and moral walls a sloppy way. The good news is that we are warned of this as entered apprentices. We are taught not only how to find the correct mix or recipe for our spiritual mortar, but also how to rebuild the moral walls. And third, untempered mortar lacks security. As Masons, we are taught in the first degree, and the lessons in life revolve around in whom we place our trust when we knelt for prayer and the Lord prayed for us. As we have seen in the episode of the wall at the job site, if we build a wall using the best bricks with untempered mortar, or the work isn't right, it will be nothing and fall down. Many of us have built walls in the name of religion, masonry, ritual, good works, and so on. But if that mortar or work is not properly mixed with the values and teaching of the Holy Word, we will find our wall lying in a heap on the floor of life. Sometimes in life we build our walls and our foundations with untempered things. 
Our egos and our pride often get in the way and we daub that wall or foundation with more untempered mortar to cover the sloppy workmanship we've allowed in our lives thus far. Masonry gently reminds us and shows us some practical ways to remove that mortar and replace it with a solid and properly mixed mortar so that our lives will reflect the good work our Father in Heaven has started in us. This is Brother Michael A. Smith, a voice for Freemasonry. And this has been the Short Talk Bulletin Podcast, produced in cooperation with the Masonic Service Association of North America for the purpose of providing a common stock of vetted Masonic information to all of the constituent lodges of all of the member jurisdictions and is made possible through a generous grant from the Grand Lodge AFNAM of Minnesota, who have been engaging and inspiring good men who believe in a supreme being to live according to the Masonic tenets of brother.